This is season one, episode seven of the Going to Beyond the Food Pro series. And today we're going to talk about transitioning our businesses. And for that, I have a guest, Rachel Melinda. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dozier, clinical nutritionist and emotional eating expert, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food method, and founder of the Going to Beyond the Food Academy. Corporate executive turned health expert with my own journey with weight, body image, and food. It's now my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently right now and unconditionally. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hello, my dear sister colleague, Stephanie Dozier here, clinical nutritionist, and this is almost the end of season one, episode seven of an eight part for professional. So if you're a regular listener of this podcast, you're welcome to listen and you're going to see the behind the scene today of a colleague of mine, because I wanted to do an episode about business transition from the traditional model of health and nutrition for women to the non-diet and from talking to many of you who have applied to be part of our mentorship program, it's scary. But I want to propose to you today that it can also be life-changing. As with everything in life, the way in which you approach the transition, your intention behind it will either make the journey scary, filled with anxiety and uncertainty, or it will make the journey pleasurable, filled with learning, as you will learn today, well, not learn, but listen to today, and you can and will grow tremendously, both personally and professionally, but it's up to you. It's how you approach this transition. And I want you to Take a moment to reflect upon your clients, your patients for a moment. When they come in to see you, when they stand in front of you, either virtually or face-to-face, and you're presenting them with this way of changing their relationship to food, their health, and they feel scared. Do they feel scared? Hell yes, they do. Do they feel anxious about perhaps maybe not controlling their weight anymore? Hell yes. Do they feel uncomfortable with the uncertainty of not knowing what's going to happen? Hell yes, hell yes, hell yes. Most of your client will trust you and move forward following your guidance. They will lean into you for leadership. They will face their fear Because the pain of staying into diet culture is greater than the one from their fear. So this episode today is for you, the health professional that just has this gut feeling that you know you need to act upon this. You need to change your approach with your client consistently in and out to the non-diet model, but you're afraid. Sister, I ask you to be courageous just like the people that daily face the choice of ditching diet culture and joining the non-diet approach to learn intuitive eating, to make peace with their body, overcome fat phobia, and they're doing it. You need to find that courage for yourself. And the best way for me to help you tap into this courage is to bring you inspiration. 
And if you've been following me for long enough, you know that I tremendously believe in the power of our lived experience. And to do that, I wanted to bring someone on this podcast who recently has transitioned her business. And and this is my friend, my colleague, someone I met on the internet, and I'm so proud to have her here again on the podcast. That's Rachel Melinda. She's a holistic nutritionist who graduated from the same school as me and today is running a non-diet business. So Rachel's going to open up and share her origin story. And just like you and I, her own relationship to food led her to do this work, which by the way, 77% of us nutrition expert have disordered eating. Crazy, right? How Rachel did the traditional model very successfully and how she had this huge moment of awareness, as she described it, I was living my life as fiction that changed everything. And for the last almost 12 months now, she's transitioning her business and she's going to take us through that step by step. And it culminated probably a month ago, six weeks ago now, with the launch of her own personalized, individualized methodology that's called the Break Free Method. She's going to share all about that today. And right now she's at the end of her own personal journey where she's learning to live her life intuitively. And she's going to talk to us about that. Next week, it's going to be my turn. I'm going to share the behind the scene of my own business. Granted, it's more advanced. That's why I wanted to bring Rachel here to show you um, what can be done from the place where you stand today. Ready? Let's get over to Rachel. Welcome to the podcast, Rachel. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me, Steph. You're welcome. I'm very excited to have this conversation with you because I think, I know, I'm 100% confident you're going to inspire many female health professionals sitting out there on the fans saying, I don't know if I should launch my business or I don't know if I should transition my business from the traditional format into an eating and that's scary. And I want to talk to you about how that worked for you. Mm-hmm. Where do we start? <laughs> well, let's give it a background, right? Mm-hmm. So this is not your first world. You have a background in marketing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have a background in business. She has a background in marketing. We came to this as a quote, second career. Mm-hmm. Can you start off from there? Like nutrition yeah. school and then mm-hmm. I'll interrupt. So, I mean, I've always been interested in, in health and nutrition from a young age, but I, and I, um, I'm just going to glaze over this for the sake of the conversation, but I had an eating disorder growing up. And once I got over the, I guess, peak of it, I thought this is the work that I'm going to do one day. I want to help people so they don't ever have to go through this. And then of course my critical brain was like, nah, that's not realistic. Screw that. So I just continued on my path and like went to university initially for theater. Cause I didn't know what else I wanted to do. And I loved acting and did a lot of musical theater in high school. And then I transitioned into like a marketing world and I was like, Oh, I really like marketing. And so my first job was um, in advertising, funny enough, working for Popeye's Chicken. So like I had Popeye's Chicken as a client. Um, I used to run their Canadian Facebook page, which was hilarious. Um, And very quickly I burnt out. I lasted about, gosh, nine, not even a year there, nine months there. 
I think I was 23 at the time and I was just so stressed out, burnt out. And I just remember thinking that like, no, like I didn't work this hard just for this. Like this can't like, okay, I've got to do this for like 30 plus years ahead now. No way. And, um, the owner of me, of my, um, one of the founders of the ad agency I worked at was Megan Telpner's dad. And Megan Telpner is a very, um, well-known nutritionist in the Toronto area where I'm from. And I guess I happened to mention that I was interested in nutrition and he goes, nutrition, you should talk to my daughter, Megan. And I go, who's Megan? Anyways, I discover Megan and I see what she's doing. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to do that. And as the universe would have it a week later, a, a posting, not a job posting, but an internship posting pop, popped up. And I was like, oh my God, that is made for me. But am I going to leave this job that I just worked so hard for, went to school for, did a bunch of crappy internships for, to, for this internship, for this nutrition one? And I said, yeah, I'm going to do that. So I did it and it was amazing. And that inspired my journey to go study holistic nutrition at IHN. And once I got out of IHN, it was an incredible year. Um, I mean, if you love health and nutrition, like you get to live in your bubble for a year and be around your people, you're like, you just rally and, you know. Um, and then after that, I started practicing. And I guess, I don't know if it's typical for all practitioners, but I had a slow start. I was working at a clinic. But the more I got clients, um, the more I realized that there was like this pattern with um, I just noticed that the issue why people weren't reaching their health goals wasn't because they didn't know enough about health and nutrition. It was actually that they knew too much. Like let's let's all admit there's totally. no there's no shortage of nutrition information out there. There's too much. Yeah. If that was actually the issue, then I mean we would all be be good by now, but we're not. And what I noticed with my clients is there was this pattern of like emotional eating and turning to food and food guilt and I would give my clients plans and then they would do it and they'd be like, Oh, I did it for three days, like perfectly. And then I, I screwed up and I was like, you didn't screw up. Like life just happened. And I was like, Oh my God, we've got to narrow in on our, we need to work on a relationship with food. And so that's how I came to do the work that I'm doing now. Um, primarily into in, in, in intuitive eating. That's hard to say back to back and body image. Yeah. And you do a fantastic job at it. Um, so what I like about what you just said is you followed your gut instinct and a couple times in your story. Yeah. Followed your thing. gut and it led you here. Totally. Yeah. Which is scary. Yeah. I was going to say, how was that to make those yeah. big decisions? And you made one recently too, right? More recently, a year ago. Mm-hmm. Cause you were working with another nutritionist as a marketing yeah. expert. Yep. And you left that solid job to launch this business. Mm -hmm. Again, was it a gut call? Everything was a gut call. Yeah. When I, when I felt the, the, the call to go in the way of intuitive eating, I was like going back and forth, like, you know, in your heart when you want to do something, but of course I lived so much in my mind that was like, no, you just work so hard for this. Like, you're known as nutritionist. Like what, what a cool thing to call yourself a nutritionist. You can't let that go. And so actually it wasn't until recently where I've kind of like really dropped it. Like you don't see, I don't think there's really anywhere that refers to me as a nutritionist anymore. And I only Whoa. just did that because before I was calling myself an in intuitive eating nutritionist. And then one day I looked at that and I was like, what the frick is that? <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> and so I finally honored that like, Hey, yes, I do have these nutritionist roots and yeah, I still love health and nutrition, but like, I don't want to live by it and moralize it. Like I believe in intuitive eating and living so hard and, um, working on our relationship with food. So yeah, it's always scary when, I mean, cause you, 
you start to go into justification mode, but like you, when you listen to gut calls, there's just no denying them. They're there. Um, yeah. When I knew I wanted to leave joyous health, like, again, that was hard because it's like, Oh my God, what an amazing company to work for. Like so many people, people would kill to work here and I want to leave what? Um, but honestly, like the hardest, it's, it's hard for like two seconds when you're in it and it feels icky, but the lightness you feel after it is like, Oh yes. Like I get off client calls now and I like, I want to like flip my desk over. I'm like, yes, like this is the work I was meant to do. I feel so passionately about it. It's very impressive to hear that. And recently you continued to follow this gut call and now you created, and this is like literally a week or two weeks ago. I don't remember when. Yeah, a week ago. Like it's like the pentamony of like Rachel, the Mm -hmm. break free method. Yeah. How did you get from not knowing what you were doing to creating a method, like talk to us about that process. Yeah. So the break free method came about in a really interesting way. So, um, I actually have to thank the pandemic for it. And I mean, and I know it's hard to say, like, I know people don't want to paint the pandemic in a positive light, but I think we've got to find our positives right now. Um, so, I mean, before back in February is when I went full time with my business. So this was three or four months ago now. And I went into that thinking like, okay, like I have so much marketing knowledge from, from my past and from working with Joyce Health, like I'm going to rock this. And I worked my full month, like putting more effort into my business than I ever have before and essentially saw nothing for it. Um, I, which was just like super devastating to go full time being like, huh? Like how come I was working on this less before, but like things aren't converting. Um, and and I still don't really know why that is. I think it's just like, it can be the nature. It could be the timing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I can also say at the time I didn't really, I only had one offering, which was my intuitive yeah. for eating program, which is a $1,500 program. And if that wasn't within people's budget, then they couldn't work with me. Right. So it's very limiting. Um, and I saw that. And then a couple of weeks later, the pandemic hit. And then where I was like, Oh my God, oh my gosh, I left my job and now I'm on my own and now I have to survive on my own through a pandemic. Like (laughs) this sucks. But something really cool happened because I felt like back in February when I went full-time with my biz, I was just like, I was doing what I thought I was supposed to do. And then the pandemic hit. And I mean, it's always going to be something that we always remember where we were, what we felt. And I just felt like, I don't know if I'm speaking on behalf of everyone. I'm speaking for myself, but like there was like this pressure that was lifted to like stop being the superhero and the superstar and just like show up how you want to show up, how you feel intuitively called to. And one of those things I did was um, my dancing. So I started these things called quarantine dance parties, which were a total accident. But I mean, I, I love dancing. I'll, I'll throw on a tune and I'll like dance on stories for people. And I did that like on the Saturday when the pandemic was like hitting and so many people messaged me being like, Oh my God, thank you. I needed that bright light or that breath of fresh air on my feet. I'm like, Oh, okay. I was like, maybe we should do dance parties. So like for two, two months straight, I did these dance parties. Like I was like, Hey, join me on Instagram live, join me on zoom and started a whole thing around that. And it was so fun. And I felt like I was serving my community in the way that they needed to. Um, and I just started listening to my community more. I was like, what do you guys need? And the reality of the pandemic is that, okay, all of a sudden people were confined to their homes for the first time. They're stressed out AF. <laughs> There's a ton of uncertainty. And a lot of people were struggling with emotional eating more than they ever have before. And so I was like, okay, I want to support people with that. So I started to gear my content around that. I started putting out more blog posts just to help people with no 
with no motive at the end of it. I was, I kind of just developed this mindset being like, Hey, like knowing that people might be a little, um, financially strained right now. And that was an assumption that actually wasn't and looking back, I don't think that was actually true, but I was like, I'm just going to serve my community. They, I just want them to have the resources if they're struggling. I don't want them to struggle. Um, and then through that, I created a, um, I did this. What did I, what order did I do this in? Wasn't that a webinar? Did a webinar first. Yes. Yeah. And it was totally organic. It was just like, I wanted to, um, I got the idea from a, a business sort of webinar that I attended that was like almost like a town hall sort of structure. So like you could see everyone's faces and everyone talked about the business challenges they were facing. And I was like, oh, wouldn't that be cool if a bunch of people who are struggling with emotional eating, something that's so isolating, if we could all gather, see each other's faces, see that like emotional eating impacts literally everyone um, and talk about it and I could share strategies. And so I framed it as like a live group coaching thing. And it was really great. I got an awesome response. And part of me doing that too was not only to um, be able to identify like, okay, who are these people that I'm talking to? So growing my list, but also getting aware of like, okay, what are they struggling with right now? Like, and, and hearing firsthand being like, how come I always run into this rage? And from there I created a, an opt-in offering. So a little handbook PDF sort of thing where, um, it's called the emotional eating secret sauce. And so I share like the, re- the three most common reasons why you're emotionally eating. Um, and I was like, I was going back and forth. I'm like, should I like send this to my designer? Should I make it fancy? I was like, no, just freaking put it out there. And like, it's like my high- most highest downloaded opt-in. Um, and it, and it sort of started this, I don't even think I had the breakthrough method in my mind at that point, but I was just like, I'm going to start working on something. I didn't even know what it was yet. I was like, maybe it's just a guide. And then as I started working on it, I was like, no, I, I need these, this like audio support. I created these things called pump up pep talks, which I love. It's my favorite part of the program. And the best way to describe them is that they are like coaching, inspiring coaching meditation, like, um, audio recordings. So you get three of them in the break free method, one for, um, when you feel the urge to emotionally eat one for after you've emotionally ate and then a grounding meditation. So maybe what, like the whole idea is like after you've emotionally ate, when you're spiraling and that guilt is coming in, literally plug in and my voice is in your ear saying, Hey, I'm with you. I've got you. This is what just happened. Let's, let's talk about it. Um, and then the video component came in also in a really cool, funny way. I was like, I do actually have a video editing background, but I was like, man, I don't want to edit these videos. So I went on a date with a guy in Arizona when I was living there who happened to be a producer for the Kardashians. And I was like, Hey, Joe, what, what do you, how do you feel about like, like editing my videos? Like, can I hire you? And, um, we figured out something there and like, it just, everything happened so organically and literally just by following those gut, gut calls and by listening to my community, like it sounds so fluffy. And I think some people struggle with like, struggle with like how that works because we live so much up here. We look at our peers and, um, we, we just like, I don't know. We, I think business advice is important and it's, and it's hard because there's a lot of it now, right? So it's like, who do I yeah. listen to? Um, but I think at the end of the day, like, yes, have the business advice because you need that if you don't have that background. But also listen to like what's what's inside, like what you know you you know you best, you know your community best, and at the end of the day, you need to show up for them the way that they need to. Wow. Okay. It's it's interesting. You followed your gut. Mm-hmm. You listened, right, mm-hmm. to your customer, your client, Mm -hmm. your potential people you're going to work in. But at the same time, what I see through what you're, you're sharing with us is still basic business 101. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I think that's what makes it magic is because you've got that background. You don't even mm-hmm. realize you're showing up those skill set. Most people mm-hmm. wouldn't even know an opt-in. Really? Mm-hmm. That gives me a, like, I think that's what's showing up is that because you have those skills so well embedded in you, you're using them and you don't even realize it's very yeah. structured approach. Can you see that? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think creates the magic. And and why do you think the method, because your results are amazing. Do you, I don't know if you want to reveal specific of your mm. result, but it's doing very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just started. So people are just going through it. Um, but yeah, even like people just dove into the first chapter and they're like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Like my husband overheard me, heard one of your videos and was like, I want to listen to that after. Um, it's a, it's a whole different approach to emotional eating. And, um, it is like, it, it's the same, it's the same method that I used to heal myself. It's the same method that I yes. coached clients through in the past. I just didn't have a name for it. I mean, I kind of coached them through my other program, the intuitive way for eating. Um, but I do get them to the point where like they don't victimize themselves or blame themselves for emotional eating because they can see, oh, it's just a coping mechanism. Got it. Okay. So it is. And that's the name break free, break free. Yeah. So I I was seeing you putting post-it notes of how many people were joining you, right? Correct me by saying that by creating your own method, following your gut, still responding to basic one-on-one business structure this is the biggest launch you've ever done. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You didn't realize it until now. I can see it in your face. Well, yeah. Cause well, I've like, I'd say like I've done two launches like for the intuitive yeah. way for eating and this and then intuitive way for eating. It was like, I don't even know if I would call it. I think I was just like, I have a new program and I made a really pretty sales page. You know, everyone come work with me and like, didn't do anything to nurture it. Didn't like talk about, um, what results would, you know, I talked so much about the what and didn't talk about the why. And that's, that's my biggest lesson for anyone marketing their business is like, okay, people know, like, yes, list out what people are going to get. They get the guide, they get the pump up pep talks, but why does it matter? How's it going to change their life? How's that guy? What, what is in that guide? So whenever I'm like producing content for my social media or, um, just for anything, I go back to the guide and I take a piece from it and I say, okay, here's a lesson. And I give that to people for free. Um, and because you, you want to show people how, what it's like to work with you, what value are they going to get? You know, they don't know the value. If you're just saying, I have a guide and pump up pep talks and videos, they know the value. If you say, Hey, did you know that when you're emotionally eating, it's actually because you have an unmet need. And these are some of them that they could, that could, that you might be, um, that might be lacking right now and might need support. And here's a step-by-step strategy of how to, how to meet those needs. They see that. And they're like, Oh my God, I just learned so much in that email or post from that girl. Well, I'm at, I, what, what is her program? Like, what is this break free method? I think that's the key here. Like you're showing them that you have a system and that system is unique to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Oh, I love that you pointed that out because that was very, I'm a big, um, I live in comparison syndrome a lot or have comparison syndrome. So like it used to be with like my body. Now I look at my, my peers, other practitioner friends, and I'm like, Oh my God, look what they're doing. And I remember when I first got into intuitive eating. Um, I mean, I know, I know I looked up to you and what you were doing and I was like, Oh, but I'll never be able to create what Steph is creating. And, um, I worked under Jillian Murphy of food, freedom, body, love. And I was like, I'll never be able to create what she's creating. Like I, I need to learn her way. And then I was like, wait, we've all just established our own ways because there's, 
it's not linear. There's more than one way to do this. So like, why don't I just create and share my way? And that's what created the break free method. And now you're talking from a point of like a structure. People see like step one, step Mm -hmm. two, step three. Like there's a way I'm going to get there. It's just not just through coaching calls. Like there's a step. Exactly. what What I love is that you're connecting emotionally with people. Mm. emotional based marketing, not, Mm. you do have some intellectual, but vast majority Mm. of your marketing is emotions. Yeah. Storytelling. Big time. It's funny. Actually, I was talking to my dad the other day. He commented on, um, I shared my pump up pep talk example on my Instagram and he comments, wow, this is amazing. I'm like, that's weird. My dad never comments on my post. And then I was talking to him later and I was like, so you like that pump up pep talk? He's like, oh my God, Rachel, it was amazing. He's like, he's like, you know what? I love your energy, but sometimes like, like you're like, lad, like eat the chips. And like, you can be like a lot. And he's like, in that moment, like your voice was just so calming. And like, it just connected me emotionally. And <laughs> anyways, that was the point of the story. But yeah, I think, um, yeah, trying to evoke that emotion and get people to see themselves and the stories that they're sharing. And often I use myself as a, as a guinea pig when I'm telling my stories because I've lived through this and I've also used this method to overcome emotional eating. So I think our story, my story, your story, the people listening are like health professional who want to get into this field that have vast majority their own story. Mm-hmm. I think us using our story in our marketing and our methodology is the end phase of our own healing. What do you think? Yeah, totally. Um, That's a great thought because when you get into doing this work, I know there's a common philosophy that you need to heal your own SHIT before getting into it. But if anything, I learned so much from, from doing the work, from working with my clients. Like I'm always walking away um, with little nuggets Um, and the thing is like with emotional eating, knowing that it's like, it's a coping mechanism, it's something that we might turn to again. And we do, it's, it's always interesting because you're always, you're always learning by doing yourself. So like, yeah, there's still times where I'm faced with emotional eating, but the difference is now that I have the method and the strategy to say, okay, I'm either not going, I, I can like look in the fridge and I can like, now, now this is my process. I look in the fridge. I'm like, I know none of that's going to solve my problem. Like that's actually like yeah. <laughs> what happens. So then I just like, it forces me to pause and be like, what's up, Rach, right? And I'm able to intervene. So, and I, and I use those examples like with, with people to, to share that like, hey, like I'm, I'm still human and this is what I face, but this is how I cope. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. It's like using your story no longer feels shameful. Yeah. Exactly. Now, can I make a parallel just, and I hope you're going to laugh at this one. I <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm watching you like progress through this and we're talking on texting and on the phone and all of that. And the more the break free method was coming to life, the more clothes you were losing. Did you uh, notice that? Uh, In the sense that like the dance party started one way, then they went to a bra, then they went to bra and underwear. And now like you're full out. Like today, yeah. I think you posted, we're talking May 26, go see your feed. <laughs> beautiful picture of you, not naked because Instagram wouldn't want to, but it's, you know, yeah. 
out there. Can you see that progression? That's interesting. I never actually noticed that. Like there is, there's definitely something that happened recently because my, and my family has had a lot of issues with this. Um, as, as in like my parents, like, I guess it's hard to see your daughter show up like that. And there's been questions. Oh, like, is that, is that still on brand for you? Or what's going to happen to your brand partnerships? And oh, the best was, um, love your mom. But she said, what's going to happen if you want a corporate job down the line? What if they see that post? And I was like, they're going to see a girl that understands her brand and they, they'll want to hire her. Yes. <laughs> um, but that's so interesting. It's so true. Like I've, maybe it's because I've been so immersed in the content of the break. I have goosebumps. I've been so immersed in the content of the break free method for the past month and a bit that I have, I think my, my, to the core, I'm realizing that like there's zero shame in this. And like, it's also healing my own stuff. And, um, yeah, I, I'm obsessed with being naked now. And there's another thing that kind of kickstarted that too, um, that project with that artist, and that's, that's what got me to start taking nudes and just sharing them. And now I'll be in nature and I'll just like, like on a hike and I just take off my clothes and walk in my underwear. I'm like, this is so freeing. Like I've been hiding my body for so long. So yeah, I guess that that's really cool that you pointed that out. It's like a whole, it's like the illustration of like what breaking free really is. Yes. That's why I'm like, this is the end of the journey. Like there's no yeah. more shame. Yeah. She's not only breaking free from emotional eating, but you're breaking free in your own body. Oh, from the show. Oh, I, yeah. Gosh, yes. I'm therapy right now. I've, and I'm breaking free from like so many of the shoulds of my life on a personal note. I'm dating someone that like doesn't make sense to the outside world, but makes me really happy. And I'm choosing that I'm choosing me and my happiness. Cause I'm breaking free from what everyone else thinks. And, and that's also what the break free method is about because we explore how emotional eating is born out of not honoring your unique truth, not honoring your unique needs and, and how we turn to food and, or drugs or alcohol as a crutch because we don't feel fulfilled. So yeah, maybe that's, yes. whoa, I'm getting the goosebump now. Whoa. I'm more writing to It's so funny. I recorded it. Um, I did an Instagram live earlier today too. And like had another huge revelation out of that as well. So yeah. It's very interesting because I'm, I know what you're going through mm. and I'm watching it from a distance enough to be able to just see what you're doing without being attached to the behavior. Mm. And it's beautiful. I'm like, wow, well, there's no more clothes to come off now. Like she's done. She's, she's done. there. <laughs> Wait till I post home with my, with my legs spread open. <laughs> well, Instagram will ban you out of that. <laughs> but so the other thing I want people to understand and work, I'm trying to keep this interview short is that here you have two health expert nutritionists, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call us doing the same thing mm-hmm. in a completely different way mm-hmm. because primarily we're two different, but we also have two different audience because you end up attracting who you are. Yeah. And the, the, the methodology or approach gets to the same point, just gets there differently. Yeah, exactly. And I want people to understand that you can be you too. Mm-hmm. That's the best lesson. Right. And create your own process. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a relief to realize that like, you don't have to be someone else and you can't be someone else. When I tried to be Megan Telpner, when I was a new nutritionist, people saw right through that. Like if you go back to my first blog post, I'm like, do you know what's hiding in almond milk? Like there's this preservative and like, 
that's not me. I've never been that. And, and that works for Megan. Like that is, that is her brand and people love and respect her for that, but that's not me. And people saw through it. The minute I started saying, Hey, I'm a nutritionist. And on the weekends, I like to go drink beer and have nachos with my friends, but I also really love putting good food in my body and working out. People were like, Oh, okay, cool. And same with me. Like, and they saw themselves in that too, which like helped to grow that sort of loyalty and community. That's beautiful. So let's close this. Okay. <laughs> Try to keep it compact because yep. we could talk for hours. We could. If you had to give Rachel an advice, perhaps the Rachel who was doing an internship or the Rachel who was working with the other nutritionists, um, can we name her? Uh, Joy, right? Joy, Joy, yeah, of Joy's Health. And she's wondering if she should like take the leap of faith, change her business. What would you say to that, Rachel? I would say if you have that gut call, start before you're ready. Just start. Start start before you're ready is one of my my biggest mantras for everything, for launching programs, for starting anything new, because you're never going to feel ready. You're never going to feel yeah. like you know enough. You just got to do it. And if that person, that girl says to you, but I'm afraid, what if this and that and this and that happen? You know how our brain goes crazy mm-hmm. when we're afraid. What would you say to her? I would say that anyone that you look up to or the most successful person has had the same fears and the difference is they did it anyway. Yep. We were afraid anyway. We just did it. Yeah. It's terrifying. It's so scary, but I wouldn't trade any of this for anything. And on the rhythm where you're going right now, God only knows where you're going to be in six months from now, right? Wow. We have to record another podcast. I know. (laughs) Update number two. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Where can people find you? Because I want people to go check out your Instagram accounts for sure and get your free break free guide. I'm not sure how you call it. Yeah. Emotional eating secret sauce. So at Rachel M. Melinda, we might have to put that in a show show notes. R-A-C-H-E-L-M. M-O-L-E-N-D-A, um, on Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest. Um, also on TikTok. I've gotten into oh, TikTok. Oh, you're TikToking. I'm TikToking. And rachelmlinda.com. Um, you can find a ton of resources there. Breakfreemethod.com to learn more about the program. And then, yeah, the Emotional Eating Secret Sauce is on my website as well. So we'll put most of those links in the show notes. I don't know if I'm going to remember them, but I will put them. Um, <laughs> see, that's another difference. Rachel is on TikTok. I'm not. Because mm-hmm. that's not where my audience is. Your audience would not be on TikTok. Right? Yeah. Business tip here, like go where your audience is. Otherwise yeah. you'll be completely overwhelmed. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Rachel. Thanks, Steph. There you have it, girls. So what did you learn? I hope you feel inspired to do this. If you do, and you're ready to take the next step, we have an entire center of support for you. If you head over to stephaniedoze.com slash pro series, we have more webinars in there and articles and podcast episodes. So go head over. And we also have our mentorship program. And as we are today, we're into the last 14 days for you to submit your application. We're about 50% filled up for the program because I maximize the number of women joining us per cohort because it's a, it's a high end one-on-one approach. So you work with me individually and my capacity is maximized, right? And we're closing until next year. So if you want more information on that, please check out the link 
in the show notes, but we start July 1st until the end of this year. And literally, we're going to get through all the steps from one to five to transition or create a brand new business for you both professionally and from a business perspective. And yet we are at this point, the next episode will be the last one in this professional series until next year. And I'm going to take you in the behind of the scene of my own business. I want to talk about my business model, my team, how I run my program. And yes, all the techies, the system I use. And every time I have to answer that question, I giggle because the system we use is such a small, 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 small part of our business, yet that's what people want to know. So I'm going to tell you, but know that that's only 5% of what's important in your business. So I love you, sister, and I look forward to hang out with you on the last episode of this series next week.